Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the COB on this Thursday afternoon. It is the 30th of July. So closing out the month with you, Scotty, how was your day today? It was very good, but there is one more day left in the month. <laughs> I'm wishing my life away. It's a Friday. All right, let's go on, shall we? Uh, power ahead. Doesn't it seem like the FOMC meeting was a long time ago? It does. Um, I think it was, what, uh, about uh, not even 12 hours ago, but uh, yeah. oh, no, just over 12 hours ago, but uh, certainly uh, very much the same old message. And uh, to be honest, uh, I'm not sure what people were expecting heading into the uh, to the event, but uh, Chairman uh, Jerome Powell was uh, was on script, kept uh, to his dovish tones, and uh, lo and behold, markets do what they do best, they rallied. And uh, they did in Australia here today. So I think you said it on air, Scuddy. It was a strong but not spectacular day. The market was up by nah, about seven-tenths of a percent. Yeah, I look, I've got no qualms in saying it. I felt like a rally that was built on the fact that we had to go rally because Wall Street rally because the Fed was dovish, which we knew. So uh, that, <laughs> to go and put it down in a concise form, it just felt like, no, it was a necessity that we uh, that had to go and follow on the lead from Wall Street. Whether it lasts or not, obviously, is a, a big question. We've got those massive tech titans reporting later on uh, this evening. So that should go and probably set the tone for the local market tomorrow, particularly the tech sector here. Yeah, Apple, Amazon, Facebook, uh, Alphabet, you know, you name the big techs. And Atlassian, let's give a look into Atlassian in uh, that fine tech company. So when it comes to the Fed, you know, this is just so important for markets. Um, we had a good chat with Vimal Gore from Pendle. Uh, I don't know if it's in the show notes. No, it is not. However, we asked the question. We both had it first on our list. Um, <laughs> took us a while to back into it, but you know, will the U.S. Fed be buying equities? And he says unequivocally, yes. Oh, I think it's uh, you'd be silly not to, because if the market wants the Fed to go and buy equities. The market will force the Fed to go get buy equities. I can't see any other way. We know that's already happening in, uh, in Japan. Uh, Japan, uh, the Bank of Japan goes and directly buys. ETFs, so not indirect holdings, but they do buy ETFs. They're basically cornered the market up there. So uh, who's to say that the Fed won't go down that path uh, at some point? I suspect they will too. We are in the midst of reporting season here. And we did have a few companies reporting today. Simic is one that we have been waiting for. Uh, did not come out before the bell. It's a half yearly report there. However, we did hear from Genworth, and Genworth did not have a very positive day. It was off by 6%. It's just a business that's facing a lot of headwinds. There was um, a number of production reports that were released. I think the hallmark, obviously, was Fortescue Metals coming in the wake of Rio Tinto's half-yearly result. Uh, you know, things are just going from strength to strength for Fortescue, hitting a record high today. Uh, you can't knock the iron ore price. We spoke with Elizabeth Gaines, of course, as CEO of Fortescue Metals. She says, Nadine, we don't predict the iron ore price. They keep doing what they're doing well. But you, you really can't knock Fortescue 
in any way, shape, or form. If anything, you know, people are telling us, Scotty, it's just price for perfection now. It is price for perfection. I describe it as a money-making machine, which to anyone that there should be an early warning sign that potentially uh, the good times are not going to go and last too much longer. Uh, obviously, it's a really well-run company. No one doubts that. But the one thing that uh, Fortescue has to rely upon is the iron ore price. Uh, whilst you can go and talk about no strong Chinese demand and the like, we know from history that prices don't go and remain around these levels for, for a long period of time. Indeed, when people go and look at what the Treasury goes and forecasts for their iron ore price forecast of $55 a tonne, that's actually the long run average that we've seen over time. So that gives you some indication as to how unprecedented, to go and use that word again, uh, this year has been for the iron ore market. Well, they checked another quarterly record uh, shipments, record annual shipments, exceeding the top end of guidance. So clearly Fortescue is making hay while the sun shines. That interview with Elizabeth Gaines is um, available via the show notes. Again, I, I was kicking myself the last time I spoke with the CEO of Fortescue that I didn't ask more directly about lithium. I asked about exploration again this time and the plans and the strategy going forward, whether we would get more color um, when it comes to the full year report that's due in August. Again, I'm kicking myself for not just asking the question I wanted to, was why doesn't Fortescue just get into lithium in a more meaningful way through a major acquisition? Why is it piddling around with exploration in South America through some of its subsidiaries? Oh, next may, time may, around. Maybe the shareholders want to have the capital return to them. Maybe that's why they're beating it up to record highs today. Yeah, that's uh, probably what's going on, Nadine. Yeah, it probably is, Scotty. That's why you're here. I wish you were there during that interview as well. Okay, <laughs> anyways, if you want to listen to that, you can do so via the show notes. Now, another company that was out with a sales update, a quarterly update, um, after the bell yesterday was Marley Spoon. How about uh, that share price up by 39% today? Ticker code MMM. The big question always with these companies is can it continue post-COVID? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I've, I've noticed a few Miley uh, Spoon uh, boxes have been delivered downstairs. Mind you, no one seems to collect them, so maybe I should get a free test run or something like that. But uh, certainly it's one of those companies where people are time poor. Uh, and if you can go and make the case that you could actually go and save you money, uh, which I think is one of their trying to sell points they're trying to go and do. Uh, and potentially, like it could be because obviously the patterns do change. Uh, I don't think every pattern we've seen will, will change, but when it comes to eating, uh, we know there's going to be a lot of people who may be concerned about uh, eating out at restaurants for a while. So maybe it will stick. Certainly, uh, shareholders are loving it at the moment, but there's always the question mark about this. I know, do you going to extrapolate what's uh, what's happening over the past three months to the longer term and Look, it'll be very, very gutsy core to go and say that it will, but hey, it could happen. Yeah, well, it was interesting. If you'd like to know why the company has not upgraded its full year guidance today past 70% revenue growth, um, you'll have to listen to the interview and you can do so via the show notes. So it's the CEO of the Australian business, Rolf Weber. There was lots of people out there that were sort of saying, look, they're, they're being very conservative in their guidance going forward. Well, you can find out why. I had a great chat with Chris Stott from 1851 Capital earlier today about his expectations for the reporting season. Again, you know, key is going to be the outlook statements, key when the fiscal cliff rolls off. Um, and it's a good interview because he gives us uh, a number of company names that he really likes. And, and he's not convinced that this whole online trend is temporary you know he sort of alludes to the fact that there's been this real paradigm shift that's been accelerated through covid but that it's not going anywhere 
Yeah, potentially. Uh, obviously, uh, in some cases I do believe so, others I don't. Uh, anyone who gets my Scuddy's views uh, in their inbox each, uh, each afternoon knows very well that uh, there are some things that I think people have just, I won't, you could almost say recklessly uh, extrapolating things that are unlikely to go and be repeated in my opinion, but that's what makes a market. You've got to have two sides. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to the stock of the day, or should I say stocks of the day? ANZ, CBA, NAB, WBC, they are the big four banks. And uh, yeah, we had our guest hosts on the call talking about them. They sat down with Kashi. And uh, let's hear what Adam Dawes from Sean Partners has to say on the bank. Banks already were very much in that uh, in the right space and, and being re regulatory capital always being there. However, it is a great news for the banks. It hasn't really moved the banks today. Mm. Like it, ha it moved CBA yesterday and a little bit today. CBA is up another 27 cents. But the other banks haven't really moved. So I'm sort of a little bit perplexed as to why um, that APRA is probably giving it a half of a green light to sort of keep moving, but the banks really haven't reacted. But I've now started talking to some of my clients about to getting back into the banks right. due to the fact that this is a, 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 a yeah, half of a green light to start right. moving back into that. And I think it's a good sign. And it certainly does mean that, you know, I think it's well worth it for the banks to reduce dividends. I, I don't think we've ever really thought they're capital killers, but they sort of slow burn capital killers. They gradually getting worth less other than the Commonwealth, which I absolutely agree with Adam is the best one. Um, but if you look at the other three, it's not surprising that their share prices today are significantly lower than they were 10 years ago because their earnings per share are significantly lower than they were 10 years ago. So sure, you may have been getting a dividend for of say 7% a year, just taking a ballpark figure through the years, but you've also had the share price going down on average by about three and a half percent a year. So you've really only been getting three and a half percent a year, which doesn't sound nearly as attractive. And that was Howard Coleman from Team Invest wrapping up those thoughts on the big four banks. And of course, we're looking to hear from CBA come reporting season. We'll get trading updates coming from the rest of the majors. And I uh, should mention that we had Macquarie's AGM today. Uh, didn't provide full year guidance, but yeah, all things considered, it was a pretty solid quarterly result. Okay, so we've got a new portion of our newsletter, which has just some links to our reporting season coverage. If you don't get the COB, the newsletter, into your inbox every day, hey, it's just a suggestion. You can do that via our website. It gets into your inbox by 5.30, and there's just links to some of the, um, well, not necessarily the best, but yeah, some of the best interviews of the day. We have uh, Chinese manufacturing at 11 o'clock in the morning tomorrow, Scuddy. Uh, that, I guess, will be the focal point. We've got private sector credit locally, but yeah, manufacturing in China for July will go a long way to giving some insight into the Chinese economy. Yes, I uh, saw the uh, chief executive uh, of Rio was talking about a very strong V-shaped yeah. recovery. We're going to get an indication as that's the case at the moment. We all know how to go and read PMIs now. so. If it's, uh, if it's a very strong V-shaped recovery, we should see a, a number in the uh, mid to high 50s plus. So uh, we're not seeing that. It's not a real strong recovery, but um, always provides a lot of color. There's also one that doesn't get a lot of notoriety here in Australia, but it should. It's the steel industry uh, PMI that comes out. Uh, if you get your hands on that, uh, it actually gives you some insight as to what goes on in the iron ore markets. And I tell you what, it does have a big influence on iron ore futures during this session when it's released. Okay, so we will be speaking in the morning with Scott Shelley. He will wrap the big tech earnings for us. 
Michael Mon, he's Nico Asset Management. He will talk telco sector here in Australia heading into reporting season. And Elizabeth Tian from City will join us at 11. Pat Garrett, CEO of Six Park, is always up for a good chat at 11.40. The day goes on and it wraps with Solace Lake. He's an independent economist and he'll be joining us to give us the week that was and also what to expect to come. That'll be you and Gemma at 3.50 tomorrow. So there's your day on a pla plate there for you, Scotty. Yeah, all done and dusted. It'll be the end of the week, end of the month. So probably go crack open a beer and celebrate, but we've got to wait another 24 hours. For that all right. Well, I uh, look forward to seeing you early Friday morning to wrap this week and month. As always, see you then. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.